Good afternoon, Rich Nass, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media here for this week's edition of Embedded Executives. This week, my Embedded Executive is Stefan Scarin. He is the CEO of IAR Systems and also Secure Things. Hello, Stefan, how are you today? I'm just fine, and how are you? Very good, thank you. So the last time that we spoke, we talked about security and why it's really important to have your system secure. And that's, that's very obvious. We don't have to go through that. But what I'm hearing lately, like the temperature seems to be changing in that it's much more important now to know what to do when you get hacked, as opposed to stopping people from hacking you, because it's, it's inevitable. You're, you will get hacked. So now it's, we, we seem to shifting. Okay. I, um, I understand this. I will get hacked. Now I, I need to make sure that my data is safe once somebody gets inside. So first of all, do you agree with that? Is, is, is that really what's happening? Or have are people just resigned to the fact that it's going to happen to me eventually? I, I would say it's a level of maturity or awareness. I think that more and more customers that we talk to, they realize that there's just a question of time. It's not if, it's a question of time. When, when will I get hacked or when will I my IP be compromised or stolen or cloned or copied or whatever we call it or used for ransomware. Whatever we can read, whatever we can see, I think the awareness is also increasing on the C-suite level, which means that, you know, CEOs knows that they now might be vulnerable for hacks. I mean, this is a brand value thing. It's a product value thing. So I, I wouldn't say that you you have the ones giving up. I think it's more facing the facts that it's it's more common at the beginning, as we had customers that were sort of confronted with ransomware or whatever, they couldn't really disclose it. Today, you can actually read about it more frequently. It's okay to say, I have a potential risk. Um, and it's down to what you want to protect from whom and what you want to do about it. I think it's a positive sign that the awareness increased. So I, I agree that it's, uh, it is an increasing awareness bringing the discussion to where it should be. What could I do to prevent it? Because it will happen instead of saying, no, it will never happen. I, I am safe. I'm fine. Could be a mistrust of your own system and that you're defending and saying, okay, yeah, we might not have the perfect system in place, but I think it's, it's a good sign that the awareness increase. The philosophy had been for a long time to make your system secure enough that the bad guys would will just go to somebody else. Um, is that still the case? I think that, uh, you know, if I make a reference to the, if I take a reference of, of the most incoming uh, requests we have on our security solution, it's from the vertical medical side. And then I can take one medical guy that said to me, Stefan, I need to guarantee 100% security on the drug that I'm producing. I can't be where you are, 98%. I need to be 100%. So you and I need to reach a consensus that if I do any investment in your technology, it needs to be 100% proof. Um, that, that is an interesting angle in the fact that you actually then drive the value of your IP into something that needs to be 100% sure. I don't know if that's the case, but it's definitely something that a lot of more companies have an ambition to do, to have the perfect system in place. Instead of saying, 
we are better than the others are worse. I think we are more into seeing that a trend in functional safety, my thing needs to do exactly what it's aimed to do. I cannot change anything because it's working. If we look at the trend in automotive, I have a lot of new features and functionalities, but still your core, the powertrain in the engine is an old MCU, been there for 20 years because it's working and it's functioning. So I think there's a bit of a shift in the fact that function moving into something, increasing your vulnerability, or is some increasing my risk or exposure to get hacked? Well, there is a way to make it 100% hack proof. Just don't plug it in. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's, you know, we did a survey, I think it is seven, eight years ago uh, at all global trade shows when we were not virtual as you and I are now. And uh, we said, you know, what is the biggest challenge for you as an engineer? Um, and it said connectivity. My thing is not done in a way to talk to something else or send data. That's the most scaring thing I know that I need to decide not only the way it should communicate, but what and why and talk to something else that I have not myself developed and what information should my application send out. That was the first scaring bit. And then of course, see that that data could be compromised or stolen or re-engineered or reversed or whatever. It's of course another scaring factor. So connectivity, I think is still a top worrying trend among many of my customers saying, when I connect my thing, yeah, I increase you, my exposure. You hit it right on the head there. You don't know what might get connected to your system and it, it's impossible to be secure in, in that scenario. Yeah. I, I, I had an opportunity once to, I can't remember his name, but it was this world famous hacker. You know, he's been in prison, in, I think he's an American. And, and he did a few demos and I just said to myself, enormously fascinating. But at the same time, I regret that I listened to him because now I want to kill everything at home. I don't want to use a laptop. I don't want to touch my phone. I will never, ever stay in a hotel with an electronic key. I want the manual old-fashioned key because the demos he did, how easy it was, of course, you, you, you see how vulnerable you are. It's, it's a scary world. But I, I think and I hope that the awareness is a positive thing. Okay, let us hope so. And uh, I know you guys at Secure Things are doing everything possible to make that happen. Yes, we, uh, we try what we do and you know, our, our philosophy and our vision and I think our strength is that we need to do it from where we are strong and where we think it should be done and that's from the inception. So basically start with your code, make your code safe and, and take care of that and then everything else will follow. Very good. Thank you, Stefan. Thanks for taking the time to uh, hop on the podcast. Thank you very much, Rich. And always welcome to be here.